Well, hello there, folks. Ned coming at you with just a quick little collaboration update. So if you have been involved in the Avatar Legends actual play sphere for a while, you've probably heard of the Flying Bison podcast. They are the longest running and first weekly Avatar Legends podcast. And recently they invited us to do some one shots with them. So if you go to their feed right now, you will be able to hear myself and Christian playing through the Vanishing Act one shot from the Avatar Legends core rulebook. And then within the next few weeks, you should be able to hear the Earth and Root one shot from Watch Tongue's Adventure Guide featuring Caleb and McKenna. So go check that out. Enjoy the story. I finally got to be a player in Avatar Legends for once. What, what a concept. Uh, lots of fun. Go check that out. And now on with the episode. All right, which one are we playing? It's one to four, Blades in the Dark, five and six, Avatar Legends. That's a five. Avatar Why Legends. Why do you want to do Avatar Legends so bad? <laughs> because once we get to Why Co, do you not want to play Avatar Legends so bad? Do you want to avoid person. character growth? I want to be a bad person. I just want to do heists. <laughs> Man, I will say this would have been a very good place to pick back up with the Masked Spirits because there's a lot going on with them. But we, we decided that we were going to make ourselves prey to the whims of the dice. So here we go. We are beholden to the role. Uh, at this rate, we're just going to finish the Avatar Legends and then we'll get back to Blades in the Dark. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, in any case, previously on Imptab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei, the Masked Spirits fought Father Glowworm and Brother Hotaru, but we're going to talk about that later because right now we're picking back up with Doctor Who and his adopted grandparents in the <laughs> spirit world. They were climbing up to the top of Hyrio Peak and ran to some interesting, like the wind was asking them questions. And then the forest tried to steal Kichi and Kenai and like bury them underneath the ground. Wei Young threw a spirit bane charm, discovered that, hey, it's surprisingly effective here in the spirit world. And they kind of picked themselves back up and began walking back up to the top of the peak with their tails a little bit between their legs. Uh, what's going to happen here in the spirit world? Let's find out here in the world of Blades and the Dao Fei. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei, the Blades in the Dark actual play. Well, currently the Avatar Legends actual play, <laughs> where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Thomas Ryan as Hui Young. Ooh, <laughs> I like smooth. That was a good one. Yeah, that was that was quality. Thank you. Uh, Christian Randall as Kenai Kobuk. And Evan Peterson as Kichi Kobuk. Man, I love... So when we came up with the Masked Spirits, we were like, we need to have a good team name for them. And that worked out very well. I just love the idea of calling this crew Doctor Who and his adopted grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> like that's your official crew name. Doctor Who always has to have a companion. so Or two, yeah. depending on the season. Mm -hmm. But let's be honest. Kichi's the companion and Kenai is just kind of... He's the cool the alien we met when we went to the other planet. There we Kenai, go. Kenai is the uh, is the Rory. Yeah, <laughs> Kenai. He's just there. Kenai is effectively useless within the narrative, if that's what we're going with. Kenai is useless in the narrative, but uh, all the fans know that he's a real one. You know. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't know why this surprised me, but our fans really love B. At least our patrons do on the Discord. Why would our fans love a tiny emoting critter that rides on somebody's <laughs> shoulder and is overly friendly? I just don't understand. I, I don't know why it didn't occur to me as soon as he introduced it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this on the main feed. We definitely mentioned it in the talkback, but the inspiration of Morph from Treasure Planet. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with Morph when I was, how old was I? Like nine or ten when that movie came out? Oh, big time. Morph is cool. <laughs> 
Well, you guys are hanging out in the spirit world and you're getting close to the top of the peak. But since we've been doing this for a little bit, I think maybe we should start with some growth questions for you guys. Ooh. Yeah. I want to grow as a person. You Wait, you do want to grow as a person? More powerful. Oh, <laughs> okay, gotcha. there we go. <laughs> there, that sounds more like it. Yeah. No, I don't want to improve. I want to be able to I want to be able to hurt more people. Oh, man. All right. Let's uh let's start with I'm trying to remember, do we have individual playbook growth questions? It's been so long since we played this game. We do. Okay, so let's start with the broad ones that apply to everyone. First, did you learn something challenging, exciting, or complicated about the world? About the prime material plane or about the spirit world? <laughs> Either one, man. I learned it's a nightmare and you can melt it if you just have the right assortment of things. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm gonna say yes to that as well, because I'll tell you what, I did not know that spirit bane charms did what they did here. Yeah, holy cow. <laughs> am, I the, am I the first person in history to have brought a spirit bane charm into the spirit world? I think so, because ostensibly they were invented in Bossing Say in response to this increased spirit activity by Tetraslash, apparently, I think is what we decided. <laughs> And so, yeah, this would be the first time. Holy cow. I'm a scientist. I'm a doctor, baby. You're making history. Mm -hmm. what, what did you decide you were a doctor of? Uh, it was never actually established, I don't think. Okay. Uh, it could be a doctor of property management because I think you established that your family's lineage yeah. is as landlords. So on the, the successor's <laughs> on the successor's sheet, you have to dictate what your, uh, your lineage's source of power is. And one of the options is land ownership. And I was trying to think of who the worst person in the world is, and it's landlords. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But no, I, I like to think that uh, his dad's just rich and paid for his degree. So he's he technically has a doctorate, but he doesn't really have a doctorate. Oh, it's like an honorary doctorate kind of thing? No, he has a legit doctorate. He did not earn it, though. <laughs> oh, no. I think, I think Papa paid off the right people. Man, can, uh, can our audience tell that one of us is trying to find a new apartment right now? <laughs> <laughs> don't. Just, just don't deal with landlords if you can. That's all I have to say here. All right. Well, that's a mark for everybody on the first question. Second, did you stop a dangerous threat or solve a community problem? I mean, we stopped those anteaters. Yeah. Yeah, they were a dangerous threat to you folks and uh, also the trees trying to suck people into the ground. That oh, was yeah. a dangerous threat. Look at us. True, true. So two takes. And I'm trying to solve the community problem having physical people in this realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Avatar Legends, you can only get one tick per growth question. I know. I was just being hopeful. <laughs> okay. I, I, there's this thing with Thomas where I often find myself wondering, is he messing with me or does he seriously not know? I'm messing with uh, you un until it works. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> it's, it's like the epitome of just kidding. Unless. Unless. One of these days you'll get it, and uh, you'll probably tell me after we finish recording, and I've already made it part of the canon of the campaign. <laughs> oh, yeah. Third question. Did you guide a companion towards balance or end the session at your center? So I started at center. I don't know if I was supposed to do that, though. Yeah. You start at center, and then if you end at center, then you get to mark. Cool. We're all at center right now. Yep. I believe I pushed you back to center, right? Yeah, thanks for that. No prob, Bob. Very nice. And now we go to the individuals. Let's start with our idealist, Kitchy. Did you improve the lives of a community of average citizens or help an ordinary person with their problems? Who did I help you with your problems? I think it was just nice to talk to somebody that wasn't trying to get something out of me. So <laughs> maybe maybe didn't like explicitly help me with my problems, but you did help me feel better. So I, if, if being in a bad mood is a problem, then yeah. I'll let Ned make that decision. Ned, did I help Wei Young with his problems? I would agree so. I mean, you have shown some genuine kindness to him <laughs> in a world where he has not experienced a lot of that. And didn't you also help remake those hats? 
I think that was just you, Kenai. Yeah. Oh. You don't even remember what hats we're talking about, do you? Yeah, I have no idea, so I don't <laughs> think I... I could see that look on your face. The, the hats the anteaters were wearing. Couldn't, couldn't yeah. be me. Well, I remember they were wearing hats, but I, I do not remember doing anything about them. Yeah, I shredded the crap out of them once we uh, knocked them off the guys. Yeah, I thought that was it. <laughs> All right, let's go over to our foundling, Kenai. Did you resolve an issue or conflict relying on something other than your trainings? Hmm... Interesting. I think so. I mean, I'm very much about solving problems and helping people, and my trainings are weapon and spirit, so I really only used that in the conflict with the ant anteater hounds. Is that what they were? Anteater hounds, yeah. Anteater hounds. <laughs> if, if you're willing to, I'd say yes. Yeah, and I think just kind of generally speaking, the guidance and comfort that you offered, your willingness to just kind of be a ray of light on the sea of despair, as it were... <laughs> Just being a positive figure, I think that works. I will I will accept your check mark. And then, Wei Young, our successor, did you learn something meaningful or important about your lineage, its members, or its effects on the world and others? No. <laughs> yeah, this one might be kind of difficult while you are in the spirit world. Yeah, because, I mean, do any of you guys know anything about the Who family? I may know some stuff. I know that you're secretly the Earth King's son. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, Kitchi knows some false things about the Who family. I'm going to lose it, man. <laughs> Push me over the line here. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if it's possible for me to do that while we're here, unless uh, some weird stuff happens. Well, I guess one thing to keep in mind is that you are part of your lineage, so if you learn something interesting about yourself in regards to your lineage... I've never experienced kindness before. We've established that. <laughs> Actually, actually, yes. If that's not an important thing to learn about your family. I, I think that works. Yeah, you, you learned that just animosity and greed isn't the standard in every parental figure. You can't you can just be nice to someone. Yeah, honestly, I think that probably counts. Oh, no. For me to mark growth on all this crap, I'm going to have to, like, actually improve as a person. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Well, it looks like all of you got all four of those questions ticked off, so we all get to take an advancement. So let's uh, start with Kitchy. Do you have an idea of which advancement you would like to take? Oh, yeah, I added a plus one to my passion stat. Oh, very nice. I couldn't find a move I liked, so. Yeah, upping your stats is always a solid plan. Let's go over to Kenai. Do you know which advance you would like to take? I think I'd like to do building bridges. It's a foundling technique. When you try to calm an immediate conflict between two NPCs, remind them what they have in common and roll with harmony. On a hit, they come to terms for now. They won't pursue their conflict until an outside influence reignites it or time passes, at least a day or more. On a 10 plus, you have a real opportunity to get them to put aside their conflict for good. The GM will tell you what you must do. On a miss, you inadvertently highlight their differences and fan the conflict. You cannot use this move on them again. Oh boy. <laughs> the one thing that I wish it said differently is it does specify when you try to calm a conflict between two NPCs. I kind of want to... If you're the GM, you can say yeah. two, two characters. Are you God or are you not God? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get up on my high ostrich horse and say, <laughs> we're going to ignore that part. And if you want to try and resolve immediate conflict between two player characters, <laughs> uh, we can let that happen. Okay. All right, and then Wei Young, do you know which advance you would like to take? Uh, I'm choosing to take a new move from another playbook. 
and I'm going with Suspicious Mind from the Guardian playbook. Of course you are. <laughs> oh boy. Well, it, it, it just codifies into the game something that I've I've done in Blades in the Dark. Um, when you watch a person carefully to figure them out, roll with focus. On a 7 to 9, hold 1. On a 10 plus, hold 2. I can spend my hold 1 for 1 to ask their player questions while you observe or interact with them, and they must answer honestly. So this is pretty much the are they lying from Blades <laughs> in the Dark. Because one of the things I can explicitly ask is, are you telling the truth? What are you truly feeling? What do you really want right now? What are you worried about? Yeah, it's very on brand for Wei Young. Thematically appropriate. And a little bit dulled in the spirit world. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah, it's harder to read people when they don't have a human face. I don't know if Kenai even has a heartbeat. Like... How can I check if someone's lying? Well, there's got to be something pushing that ink through his body. Maybe it's capillary action. He has to dip uh, somewhat regularly in the ink rivers. Yeah, that's <laughs> accurate. There's whole rivers that spell out beautiful poetry in ink, and I have to go and dip myself in there every, every so often. Mm. That's canon now, baby. <laughs> Get improv. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all of our advancement stuff. And we finished that just in time for you guys to get to the very crest. Like you're just about to go up over to the top of the peak where the center of the storm is located. All right. Now, uh, just a heads up. Uh, I normally don't come this way just because there's some birds up here. We'll call them birds. Um, and they can be a little aggressive. So we'll just walk quietly and uh, keep, an, keep an eye to the sky, okay, buddies? You're talking about these birds like they're going to snatch us up. Well, you remember how excited those anteater hounds were for meat? Yes, I recall. There's not a lot of meat here, so just uh, be careful. I would like to uh, just just observe. I want to I look up, see if there's any bird monsters nearby. Uh, roll to assess the situation. I rolled four. Ugh, uh, I don't even know what I'm supposed to add for assess the situation, but I don't think it's going to get me high enough. <laughs> so that is creativity, which would bring you up to a six. And then if one of your friends helps you, you could get up to a partial success. I'm still hanging on his back, so I'll help him. All right. So you get to ask one question. Are there birds in the sky? <laughs> that, that, was, that was why I looked up. I don't know if I have to ask those specific questions. Well, I guess we could make that. What should I be on the lookout for? Who is the biggest threat? Uh, can, I, can I change that to where is the biggest threat? <laughs> Who or what is the biggest threat? Um, it's hanging on your back. Ah, surprise. <laughs> it's Bijutsu. Bijutsu is trying to weasel his way into your nostrils and take over your brain. <laughs> That's fine. Horrifying. Um, he won't last long. It's a mess in there. He'd starve. Well, who or what is the biggest threat is definitely the dragon bird spirits. <laughs> I, I wanted to change it to where is the biggest threat. That was what I was asking. Yeah, I know that you want to change it to where is the biggest threat. <laughs> All right. How about, how about this then? Instead of asking the very obvious question, can I go with what's my best way through? I feel like that kind of encompasses what I'm trying to get here. That's a good question. Yeah. Your best way through, you think about the experiences you've had here so far in the spirit world and think back to like the questions that the wind was asking you and whatnot. And you figure that maybe the best way through would be to appease the dragon bird spirit somehow with an offering of some kind. Kenai, what do dragon bird spirits want that isn't meat? Well, I think just like anybody, you know, just a connection. We all just want friends. We want people who understand us and appreciate us and love us that's that's what we all really want isn't it i mean they're they're monsters I don't oh think they really now that's not exactly nice they're they want to eat us 
I'm assuming you eat food too, don't you? I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, you eat plants. You think they're not in the spirit world? I'm going to look at a dandelion next to me and see if it does anything upon hearing that. It looks up at you and goes, and shrugs. <laughs> I mean, we almost got killed by trees a few hours ago. Well, so. I don't eat trees. I only eat leafy greens. Oh, yeah. And you see the leafy greens at the bottom of the dandelion also shrug at you. <laughs> and they don't seem to mind too much. Yeah, they're at peace. It's all part of the cycle of death and rebirth. <laughs> exactly. And you, I'm sure, will eventually get to the idea of being at peace with being eaten by a larger creature. So, uh... <laughs> We're all just in this circle together. All I'm saying is, these dragon birds, I knew one once, he he stopped by this river I go to every now and then. We had a decent chat, he, he was a nice guy. Hold on, you can talk to them? You can talk to anything. We all have wants and desires, we just communicate it in different ways sometimes. So wait, if you can talk to them, they can be reasoned with. Maybe we should just call them over and see if they can give us a ride to Ko's place. Yeah, yes and. <laughs> How do, you, how do you summon a dragonbird spirit? Well, they uh, they tend to congregate where lightning strikes up here on the mountain. Uh, lightning strikes in the center of the plateau on top of the mountain? Probably up there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and kind of slide off his back, and I'm going to go over, and I'm going to hold Kichi's hand. But my tail hasn't fully regrown, so I'm only, like, maybe four feet tall at this point, as opposed to my normal, like closer to six feet and so i'm kind of just holding her hand a little shorter than her and and walking along we'll follow you way young we we're just gonna hold back a little bit i'm not as fast and i didn't want to slow you down because this is going to be a bit of a, a treacherous hike i imagine that this is about how tall kitchy remembers him being right before he died <laughs> with how bent over he was yeah i was always bent over a desk so i i shrunk with age you lived at a 90 degree angle <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean do you guys have any other ideas? I I don't really want to walk all the way to Ko's place. Walking up this mountain's been pretty rough. I, I just don't want to die, so... You explicitly want to die. You've told me that so many times here. I don't... You got I mad just at want, me for saving your life. I don't... I want to stay here without dying. Dying sounds painful. Is dying painful, Kenai? In your instance? Um, it depends on how you go. <laughs> keep... keep do you know? Did we tell you how Kenai died? How would I have ever known it, that? It was. It was. I. I asked. Did we tell you? It's. It was very painful. I presume. It was pretty painful. But why are you? Why are you all speaking so cryptically? How did you die? Well, first it took my kneecaps. <laughs> okay. That's why I don't have legs here in this group. <laughs> yeah. They started with my toes. Broke my. Uh, broke my kneecaps. My toes. My shins. My calves. And then eventually they just. Uh, Crushed my bottom half with a rock completely. I died from the shock and the pain. It was pretty bad, pretty bad. Not, a, not, uh, not really how I wanted to go, but you know, we all make choices and we live with the consequences, or we don't. You know, we we die. So. <laughs> Why did you allow yourself to even end up in that situation? Well, it sounds like somewhat of a moral failing on your part. It was a. I made a mistake. I'm not afraid to admit that. Oh, Kichi, don't make that face. He he makes a valid point. I got mixed up with some people that I shouldn't have been mixed up with. I, 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 I apparently messed up something and they got upset and they decided that the best way to deal with that anger was by taking it out on me. And we know, we know way young that that's not the healthiest option, right? There's healthier ways to express our anger. Remind me again who did this. 
there was a there was a a, a, a guy at the school at the university you know and uh he was working with these people who were working with these sheer shoe they had uh, this uh it was like the sheer shoe fancy association they were really I don't remember exactly what it was. Ah, uh, yes, Professor Shaw. Uh, you know, Professor. Well, of course, you know. You're a you're a, an alum of BSSU. Go Bears. Go Bears. Um, so yeah, you know Professor Professor Shaw, and and, and he's in prison. Oh, is he? Yes. For, for killing me? Oh no, not because of you. I had no idea who you were until now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe maybe that'll come up. I, he, I guess he didn't really do it. He he was more just conspiring. But you know. either way, he's in prison now. He was working with Janju, if you remember all that kerfuffle years back. Yeah, Janju. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, you know, karma. They they say it is what it is, and it is. You know, that's 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 neat. Uh-huh. It's the cycle of death and rebirth. Uh-huh. We're not talking to you. And I kind of reach down and I pat the dandelion on the head. He only really says that one sentence. All the dandelions do. <laughs> it's all we're all about. <laughs> that was a new sentence. And it instantly turns into a little puff of seeds and blows off the moon. <laughs> that, sorry, that that was a death rattle. <laughs> I don't like it here. We should get out of here. All right, let's go up there and uh, talk to these dragon birds. I'm trying to remember the name of the one I met. What was it? Ask Ned for a name, I think, maybe, or Google it. Oh, would you like me to roll one? Roll me a name for the dragon bird I spoke with once who was a pretty cool guy. Hey, Ned, who did yes. we decide Crate and Barrel Yaw was the leader of again? Let me check. You don't remember making hats, but you remember some guy named Crate and Barrel Yaw? <laughs> well, one, I have it on my spreadsheet, and two, Crate and Barrel is a store. <laughs> hats are ubiquitous. You have... Hats, I assume. As if there aren't hat stores. I remember the hats. I don't remember me <laughs> fixing the hats. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the former leader of the Bossing Say Kennel Club. Oh, okay. Former. Right, 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 right. Okay. Just wondering if I just discovered my husband was helping the people that killed my mother. But I didn't, so we're good. Yes. Anyway, Dragonbird Spirit. Sounds like a cool guy. What's his name? Wink. Wink, wink. The name, in fact, happens to be... Gawa. 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 That's a good name. Yeah, his name was Gawa. Um, he was nice enough. So maybe we'll run into him. If not, I don't really have a rapport with these guys, and we are kind of in their area, so... Well, would it be better to just walk down? I, I'm not familiar with the spirit world. I'm just trying to get a better lay of the land here. Just be on your best behavior and be nice. All right, we should probably just walk down the mountain then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Wei Young. I believe in you. Kitchy. He's a good he's a good boy, right? Of course. I don't I know you guys don't really know me, but like where I come from, I'm not exactly the most well-liked person. In fact, I don't even know if people are going to try and get me out of here. That's why I'm trying to get me out of here. Well, we like you. I'm sure someone misses you. I'll tell you this, bud, when you do leave here, I'll miss you. We'll both miss you. Wei Young has Wei Young has visibly like locked up. Like this does not compute. <laughs> Dude, dude's just got a blue screen going on. When Kitchy says we'll both miss you, I kind of give her hand a little squeeze in mine. In my, it's sort of incorporeal, but you can kind of feel it uh, substantiate a little bit in your hand. You've reincorporated just for her. <laughs> We're so cute. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll lead the way. That way, if we run into my buddy, I can do the talking first, and we can go ahead and get on the right foot. So to speak, I don't really have feet still. I'll get taller. All right. So you begin leading your companions up to the top of the peak. And the vortex 
of the storm above is the tightest here, the wind whipping the most wildly. And you can see as you crest a large nest in the very center. And it's made up of twigs and branches from all kinds of various spirit trees. And you see little flickers of ember shooting throughout the spaces in between the twigs. And sure enough, standing next to the tree is a large dragonbird spirit who turns its head to look at you all as you enter. And there's kind of a big orchestral as it turns to look at you. <laughs> is it Gao? Roll a luck check. Gawa. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What's this? Gawa? Gawa. Gawa, not Gao. Gawa. All right. Rolling a luck check. Yeah. Just give me 2d6. I got two fives. That's a full success. Holy cow. It is, in fact, Gawa. Gawa, buddy. Hey, how you doing? I, I just happen to be in the neighborhood. And it looks around like in all directions. You're at the top of this giant mountain with precipitous drops in all directions. <laughs> and then looks back at you and cocks its head to the side. Well, I should say passing through the neighborhood. Uh, so how to start? Boy, howdy, has it been a day? Uh, my wife is here and um, my adopted son. Hold and on. they're physically here they're not really supposed to be uh and we we're trying to get over to ko uh master ko you you know down there on the other side of the mountain because uh, my adopted son here has uh, some sort of connection to him and we're thinking maybe he can help us get them back to the physical world uh so we're just passing through and i thought i'd say hi and maybe see if uh if you felt like uh helping out today Gawa snakes his long dragon-like neck forward and it slithers directly up to Wei Young and it begins sniffing at you and kind of sniffs around, eventually gets to like your pack where the spirit bane charm is kept and kind of gags a little bit. Uh, Big ol' whiff didn't like that, but gets a general vibe of you and then snakes its head back to the nest and gestures down towards it and you can see it has some interesting bits and bobs and trinkets in there. There's like some physical objects in there. There's a couple nice teacups. There is a fancy dagger that's got like some jewels on the pommel of it and whatnot. But there are also some less corporeal looking things, almost as if they're just like little motes of light that have somehow found their way into this nest and gestures to the nest and then looks back at you, Wei Young, expectantly. Motes of light just in the nest. Indeed. Like that I could pick up a cradle in my hand if I wanted to. Potentially. I go ahead and pat you on the back and say, go on. Uh, what do I roll to see if I know what's happening? Because Thomas doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, you can assess the situation if you would like. Yeah, I'd like to do that. <laughs> and the question you ask is what? what what's going on? Just what? <laughs> <laughs> that is... 10. Oh, hey. Full success. You get two questions. Okay. Um, so first question is what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second question is why? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, um, hmm. um, none of these questions help me. Um, one of my questions that I can ask is who or what is the biggest threat? Can I ask specifically if those light motes of light are dangerous? Uh, they are not dangerous. The dragonbird spirit is certainly the biggest threat, depending <laughs> on how you make it feel. Fun. Okay. Um, and who is in the greatest danger? Yes. Correct. <laughs> awesome. This didn't help at all. I'm going to uh, go. I will remind you of your previous assess a situation 
what's my best way in, out, or through, and you determined that possibly an offering would be helpful in this situation. Oh, I have to give him stuff. Oh, what cool stuff do I have? Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm checking my sheet. I'm not going to give him the spirit band charm. That'll kill him. <laughs> yeah, um, that would be bad. <laughs> if you offer him me, do I get to stay in the spirit world? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here, have a person. Probably tastes good. Um, so one of the items that I can always have on me in Blades in the Dark is a concealed palm pistol, um, which I don't think guns have been invented in Avatar yet. Could I swap that out for something cool? <laughs> we could say that it's some sort of just a projectile launcher of some sort, whether that is like a palm crossbow or maybe it's a sort of alchemical spirit infused gun sort of situation. What about a really nicely made dagger with a stone pommel? Mm. Wait, this is the spirit world. I can get weird with it. I'm going to offer him. Um, ooh, what's the weirdest thing I can think of? Can I give him a memory? You look at the motes of light twinkling in the bottom of the nest, and you think, those had to have come from somewhere, right? And you reach up, and for a moment you think of that peach tree, and you grasp at your temple, and you pull a little mote of light out of your head. Whether this is the mote of light you want to give to the spirit is up to you. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to give him a childhood memory under that peach tree. Specifically, I'm going to I'm going to reach back into my life history, right, um, to when I was probably like nine or ten, and uh, that was the first time I realized I could earthbend. And Day was with me, and you know I'm freaking out because I just picked a rock up just by thinking hard at it, <laughs> and uh, he he's calm like Day came and calmed me down like you know it's fine, you can move rocks. I know it doesn't make sense, but here you go this is what you got to work with. And just that, that memory of feeling comforted by someone day um, and not being sad or scared. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the memory I offer. All right. You place that into the nest. And as you do, you see those little embers suffusing throughout the twigs begin to flicker faster and faster. And eventually almost like a vortex begins to form as these flames go up into the storm above and you see they suck all of the storm clouds into this vortex and back down into the nest and there's a beautiful clear sky above you and this mode of light is shining brightly in the center of the nest wow quite the offering did i do it right i i look to the dragon uh, the dragon bird the dragon bird gives a little nod, and from all around the clearing, you hear a little. <laughs> <laughs> How many dandelions are up here? Oh, they're also a vital. On top of a mountain. They're a vital part of the food chain for dragon birds. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I thought this whole time my husband was in some sort of heaven like scenario, but this is hell. <laughs> this place sucks. <laughs> come on, Kichi, let's get out of here. How come in the uh, how come in the Avatar universe the spirit world is so miserable? It's not it miserable. Have to be. It reflects your emotional state. Depends on where you end up, yeah. When Cora goes there and she's like throwing a tantrum, it's a horrible place. But once she gets cool, everything's cool. Yeah. She drinks some tea from the teapot that Rava was stuck in and boom, good to go. Tea fix is everything maybe i can get my maybe i can break my husband out of the spirit world <laughs> uh are we free to go or how does this work now oh yeah i'll look up and i'll say all right bud thanks uh i'm glad that my my friend here my adopted son was able to give you something that you like not your son adopted 
Um, and so not that either. Oh, here you are. You know, you're just like one of the family. Three of us on a on a whirlwind adventure. And Bijutsu gives a little like light work fireworks display from your shoulder. The four of us. My bad. I apologize, Bijutsu. The four of us. Um. Yeah. Well. Uh. That seemed. He seemed to like whatever you gave him. Um. I'll turn to the the, the dragon bird and I'll say, Yeah. Uh. Do you want us to just pass on through, or do you want to help us down the mountain and go ahead and? Uh, maybe fly us down to the uh, the edge of the forest. I know you don't like going in the forest, but at least take us to the edge if, if, if uh, you're feeling up to it. When you plead with an NPC who cares what you think, for help, support, or action, roll with harmony. Well, wouldn't you know it? I'm troubled right now. So I Can might I help since I offered a, I feel like, a pretty good gift? Yeah, well, actually, with your troubled condition... I do seek guidance from a mentor or powerful figure, and I'll tell you what. Which you did last time by asking Wei Young to go and keep an eye on Kichi when she gets back to the material world, remember? I did. Okay, then I will go ahead and I will roll... I'll roll Harmony, and uh, Wei Young said you'd help. I'm just hoping that my incredible, amazing offering set the mood. Yeah, I'll give you a free help action for doing that. You don't need to mark stress for that one. Perfect. With the free help, that makes it an 11. There we go. On a 10 plus, they act now and do their best until the situation changes. Thanks, bud. All right. Um, you two get on top. Hold on tight. Um, without my legs, I'm actually just going to ask that the dragon bird grab me by its claws and hold me by the arms. If you hold on to its tail, will you leave like an ink trail in the sky kind of like planes do do some sky riding yeah my greatest work yet a beautiful masterpiece <laughs> left in the sky by me and a dragon bird and my two best friends three best friends <laughs> sorry B. you're right up there bud yeah you all hop on the dragon bird cool <laughs> this is terrifying <laughs> unless anybody doesn't want to get on the bird dragon bird i'm just really scared that's all kichi how you doing i've i've been better <laughs> yeah i'm t i'm i really 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 would like to stay with you but i really don't like this place <laughs> the spirit and let me tell you for a woman that was pretty accepting of her own death for the last few months i have never been more terrified to die <laughs> <laughs> why is that <laughs> you you your why is that what are you i'm a dandelion <laughs> why do you sound like that <laughs> and the dragon bird just reaches down and chomps it straight out of the ground excellent did he just eat a sentient being whole alive i enjoy this dragon bird and you hear from in the dragon bird's room it's all part of cycle of breath of breath. <laughs> I, hate I hate it dear well, Maybe honey, you can come back with me and come back to the real world. Is that possible? Is that a thing? I'm I'm dead. I'm for real dead. For what it's worth, in the overworld, there's a lot of dead guys hanging out right now. Huh. Yeah, Bossing says having some... There's some issues. Some stuff. Which, by the way, your boy Hotaru's fault. Just throwing that out there. Oh, boy. Sounds like a real mess. There's a, there's a new group the papers are talking about called the Masked Spirits that are causing all kinds of chaos across town. And they're helping people, from what I've heard, <laughs> and being really handsome in the process. <laughs> Don't forget the good things they do. I bet you those guys would be able to run the city really effectively. Maybe even the whole kingdom. You're already the king's son. You'll get to run the I'm kingdom. I'm not the king's enough. son. I don't know how many ways I can tell you that, Kichi. <laughs> no, didn't you just say he's, he's your son, adopted son? <laughs> but heavens, no one here, no one you've talked about is my parents. I don't... <sighs> when you say that, a single tear rolls down my face. 
It's not personal, man. You're just not my dad. He might as well be here. When you go into a restaurant, do you just treat the Mater D as your father? Ooh, Mater D, that's harsh. I kind of just slink away and I go uh, put myself in the dragon's claws. And from all around the top of the plateau, when you're here, you're family. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. This place is horrible. I'm, get, I'm crawling on the dragon. I'll take my chances with Ko. <laughs> all right, you hop onto the back of the dragon bird spirit and start flapping your way on down. Eventually, make it to the bottom of the peak, and as you pass by, you see the anteater hounds were, like, waiting underneath the bottom of the peak, waiting for you guys to come down the other side so they could mug you, <laughs> and they're just like, ah, dang it! <laughs> but you make it to the bottom, to the edge of the forest, where Ko the Face Stealer's lair lies, and you can see the trees, uh, like, almost like bug legs, the branches coming off. You could almost swear that you see a couple of them, like, twitching as you're looking looking into the gloom and the darkness, the fog inside of this forest. And Gawa drops you off, gives you a little nod, and flies back up to the top of the peak. That went so much better than I anticipated it would. I told you he was a good guy. You got me there. I always got you, buddy. Thank you. You're welcome. Kichi, I'm sorry that you're having such a bad time here. It's, uh... That being said... I can't come back with you, and you can't stay here. It's just, uh, there's some rules bigger than us, you know? It just feels unfair that when I die, I get the joy of being reunited with you combined with having to live here. Oh, we don't have to live on that mountain. There's plenty <laughs> of other places we can go. I will admit, this isn't my favorite part of the spirit world. There's a great field that has a bunch of dragonfly bunnies. They're real cute. <laughs> Is that what they are in The Legend of Korra? Those dragon they are, yeah. Dragonfly bunny spirits. You're so committed to it. I do not remember those. Yeah, you got Furryfoot and Boomju. Yeah. Or Boomy Jr., <laughs> As his full name is. That's, oh, I forget the kid's name. The one who farts. Um, <laughs> one of his, Miko, I want to say. Milo. Um, Milo. I wasn't too far off. Yeah, he's got one. You remember Milo only as the kid who farts? To be fair, that's his defining personality trait for most of the series. <laughs> I think his defining personality trait is that he looks like a rugrat in a world where everybody else doesn't look like rugrats. Yeah, so yeah he's like a different animation style from everyone else. <laughs> oh, I just... I, I don't... Kenai, I don't know anymore. I don't know where I want to be now that I've been here. I just want you around. Well, I'm here. And I'll watch over you best I can. We get glimpses of the physical world every now and then. Um, but everything happens in its season and when it's time. And sometimes it doesn't feel fair and it doesn't feel... Like the time is right, but it all happens when it does, and that's one of the few things we can't do anything about. We have to just roll with it. Okay. And plus, you got Wei Young here. He's gonna go back with you. He's gonna be. A, he's gonna be a good friend. It's true. I will be visiting you once per week, and I refuse to speak about the monorail system when we're visiting. <laughs> I might mention the monorail system. We'll see where the evening takes us. Kenai, why does why why such a set rule of once per week? Well, he's just saying at least once a week, you know, because he he he's grown fond of you. Yes, at least once, no less. 
do you enjoy trains? Wei Young, no. Wei Young, I mean, I, Wei do, Young, you, no. You do, do you enjoy not trains? I do enjoy the absence of trains. <laughs> How do you feel about the monorail system? I know a guy who's trying to sort that out. Let's not talk about the monorail. Did your house get demolished when the monorail was getting put in or something? I don't want to talk about the monorail. <laughs> <laughs> the pillar is like a foot in front of her front door. <laughs> like the door doesn't open all the way. She's just shimmy out sideways to leave. That's why I never leave the house. I can't get out because of the monorail. <laughs> Turns out the house was so cheap because I didn't own the land. No one told me that. <laughs> Every morning you just like fall out of the side window to leave. She's an earthbender. She just opens up a tunnel in the thing and closes it behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenai... Real quick, you didn't know that there was spirit stuff leaking through to Ba Sing Se? No, not really. Um... After after we go, you should look into that. Maybe you could help. Maybe, yeah. From this side? I, like I said, normally I spend my times by the rivers of ink with the dragonfly bunnies and the... Uh, oh, they got these really cute... So you guys have turtle ducks, right? Of course. Yes, of course. We have duck turtles over here. <laughs> Is that just a turtle with wings? It's so cute. It's a turtle with wings. <laughs> It's a turtle with wings. It's a turtle that has fluffy yellow feathers and then a duck bill. But it still has the shell. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like a turtle duck, but this one is more turtley than ducky. That makes sense. It's really cute. They're they're over there. Um, but yeah, I keep in the pretty calm, peaceful side of the spirit world. I gotta say, I don't think I want to come to the spirit world. Is there a way to guarantee your spirit just evaporates upon death? We are seeing Ko. He can probably do something about that. Great. <laughs> and at that comment, you hear from the ground near your feet, <laughs> death and rebirth. <laughs> and you see a little thistle looking up at you guys. <laughs> Plants in this place are ridiculous. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I will say the ones here are a little... Uh, I mean, you trade out the intelligent dragon birds and great spirits like ko and you get plants like this over there you get dragonfly bunnies and duck turtles and the plants are a little bit nicer and a little more eloquent i know a really nice raspberry bush so anyway uh <laughs> how do we find ko i know he's in there but that's a big forest follow the faceless why, why did you say that so like it was a normal thing that's you just gotta understand we're not from here right out of towners so as we get closer, we'll see a lot of creatures and such uh, that don't have their faces. And as we uh, follow them, eventually we'll uh, find his big old tree. Would Tonin have told Wei Young how to avoid getting his face ripped off? Mm, make a fortune roll. <laughs> Can I add anything to it? <laughs> I mean, if, if nothing else, like we, we've established that Ko is a folkloric sort of figure who... If nothing else you know, don't show emotion in front of Coat the Face Stealer. Easy. I don't have emotions. That's a 12. Oh, boy. Booyah. Okay, you start thinking, okay, how do I make it through this interaction with this terrible spirit? Don't show emotion, but a little name drop might not hurt. Hey, Co, you heard my boy Tonin? <laughs> We're buds. He's cool with you, right? <laughs> He's my pal. We're best friends. You could ask him yourself. So uh, you, you have that up your sleeve if you want to use it. Before we go in the forest, I'm going to put the spirit main charm somewhere I could very quickly grab it if need be. All right. You pull it out briefly. The thistle goes, death and rebirth, and shrivels to nothing. Cool. <laughs> Great. I'll take a step back as well. 
and then you place it like in your chest pocket or something. Just did it really fast. I didn't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> I like that the shield for the charm is cloth. clothing. <laughs> Well, you're a physical entity, and so are your objects. So, like, they create a physical barrier that doesn't affect us. Yeah, I feel like it's probably a little different from just, like, a spirit box or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's fair. And so, with this preparation, you look towards the forest, and you see, sitting on the path before you, a little monkey missing a face, who turns and sprints into the forest. Just a monkey. And I think that <laughs> is where we're going to pick up next time. I'm not going to dignify that. We're going to pick up there next time. Well, the weird second animal part was its face, and that got taken, so it's just <laughs> yeah. a monkey now. It used to be a monkey fly, but none of the fly part is there anymore because it got stolen by Coat Face Stealer. Yummy. Honestly, that I'm glad. Yeah, that's for the best. <laughs> yeah. I hate the spirit world. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> you, you have made that known many times. <laughs> I didn't want to be here in the first place, but now I really don't want to be here. Why? It's so fun. Yeah, we discovered that there's dandelions here. Ugh, the worst. Invasive species. Talking dandelions sound like Goofy. You're really <laughs> underselling like it. <laughs> If I had to go anywhere with a million goofies, I'd be pretty upset. Well, you know, I will admit, invasive species are something to be upset about. True. That's not why. <laughs> but anyway. Yes. In any case, we have a confrontation with Ko the Face Stealer coming up. And uh, next episode, we have to roll a six to keep going with Avatar Legends. So, Well, we're going to get the six. There's, there's a chance. There's still a chance. We're just going to finish the Avatar Legends arc, and then we'll just go straight back to Plays in the Dark. That might be how it goes. We'll just have to see. <laughs> But for now, thanks for listening to ImpTab Avatar. We'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Blades and the Dow Fate. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as a dandelion in the gut of a dragonbird spirit because he understands that he's just fulfilling his role in the cycle of death and rebirth. <laughs> if you go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop, so if you'd like to connect with us there, you know, maybe you want to talk with me about the dangers of invasive species and why we should be advocating for, you know, the control of invasive species in our ecosystems. Don't be afraid to reach out. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. <laughs> First person we're shouting out is Stuttering GM. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, Stuttering GM was a tea master in the material world whose favorite tea was dandelion tea. <laughs> Unfortunately, that did introduce dandelions into the spirit world when you brought them over with you. You just but made him a villain. We, and you, we, dang it, dang it. We, I don't blame you, Stuttering GM. Uh, there are some benefits to dandelions. You can make tea, you can make dandelion root ice cream. Our friend Brett did that once. Ooh. We've mentioned Brett a lot of times on this podcast. Yeah. Hi, Brett. How's it going? Pretty regularly. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Next person we're shouting out is Adrian Garneau. Adrian is the person who introduced thistles to oh my word. the spirit world. Is there anything native to the spirit world? Thistles are an important part of the food chain. You can eat thistles. I did that when I was working at Scout Camp. It's true. Mmm. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Christian, you take the thorns off. Yeah, we would be teaching the kids about invasive species and we'd be like, all right, uh, for your nature project or everything you got to get for your merit badges, we're going to dig up thistles. And I would always show the kids, watch this, peel off the weird, nasty stuff from the outside, and then you can just eat the center of it like an asparagus or something. What a guy. Anyway. What a guy, Ned. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks, Adrian Garneau, for introducing the source of food mm. to the spirit world. Fiber. And the last person we're shouting out is James Walker. Ayo. <laughs> James was the one who gave that fancy dagger to the Dragonbird spirit. Nice. Oh, nice. Hope he didn't get eaten. Uh, did not get eaten. Absolutely did not get eaten. Did he lose his face? We'll just have to see. <laughs> next time. <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week. And if you want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletop, where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, vinyl sticker packs, and more, such as our talkback show, The Obligatory Talkback, where uh, we're definitely going to be talking about dandelions, everybody's favorite little plants. They're great. Now, let's do a round of plugs. And I guess I will take that this time around. We have our fit campaigns that I really love and I really kind of miss. I miss doing the fully 100% improvised, like everything is brand new every time we do it. Uh, looking forward to getting back to that eventually because it's a good time. Uh, we've also got ImpTab Avatar 10,000 Things, our original Avatar Legends campaign that uh, introduced us to this system. It's a lot of fun. Go and listen to that. There are zero dandelions in that campaign. <laughs> we've also got our sister podcast, Sidecast Fireball, a D&D 5e actual play going through the campaign Tyranny of Dragons. Woo. And wow, things are getting intense over there. Uh, big, big changes happening over there. Lots of cool stuff. And we've also got our affiliation with FanRollDice.com. Uh, if you want to buy some dice, use coupon code VroomVroomFifi at checkout. And if you do that, you get 10% off. And a little bit of that goes back to us, which is cool. And I'm also going to plug just everybody, keep your eyes out for this summer. Mountain Dew Baja Caribbean and Baja Passion, I think is what they're calling them. Uh, they are passion fruit and guava flavored Mountain Dew flavors, Whoa. which I am feeling. I'm Those are like two of my favorite flavors. Anyway, thanks for joining us here in the world of ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dow Fate. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by Thomas Ryan as Hu Wei Young, Christian Randall as Kenai Kobuk, and Evan Peterson as Kichi Kobuk. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. I was obsessed with Morph when I was, how old was I? Like nine or 10 when that movie came out? They had a McDonald's or Burger King toy of Morph and it was my favorite thing I owned until I lost it. Did it shapeshift? No, it was it was a hard plastic <laughs> pink blob. They didn't even make it like like a stress toy? Man, that's a missed opportunity. We got to bring Treasure Planet back just yeah. for the merch opportunities. Treasure Planet 2, Silver's back. Hey. <laughs>